0: How has the COVID-19 pandemic affected your mental health, personally?
1: Me personally. Um. Are you okay? But when something like a pandemic hits, you know, people start to realize how little in life we really have control over.
2: Yeah. Worsening conditions, not just health conditions, mental health conditions, domestic conditions, homeless yeah. children, your immigration status—all those things were affected by the pandemic in one way or shape or form. Hello, globies! Welcome to World Health Investigation.
1: My name is Jocelyn. I'm Edna, and I'm Loza. We're three young global health professionals and your hosts for the World Health Investigation podcast,
0: also known as the WHI. and We'll be discussing all things global health and unpacking the most controversial health issues,
1: as well as promoting new wave global health development and equity.
2: So, ladies, what's the key in global
1: health today? What's going on
0: today? Today, today is going to be a little personal, guys. Remember when I asked, are you okay, mentally? <laughs>
2: mentally? Oh, you really meant
0: that. I meant that today. We're g- the kids are not all right, and we're going to discuss.
2: <laughs> what do you mean so, by discuss this whole, you, you're getting into our personal space here, Luz. I'm not like
0: I, I am, I am. <laughs> well, you guys said we're going to spill the tea, spill the
2: tea. You get? <laughs> not on <laughs> me. On you. <laughs> it's not my own tea. I said global health tea, not exactly. my personal tea. Global health involves you. Are you not in the world? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not wrong. Wow, she really came for my neck today.
0: Every day. So today, you know, we are the youth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and today we're going to be talking about the impact of COVID nineteen and all that it came with, all the gifts it gave us, and its impact on the youth's mental health. So that's why you all going to be spilling their tea, because you all young people. So, <laughs> oh. um, so well, I'm going to start with like a little case study to ease us in there. I'm not going to put you on the spot yet.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: yes. um, j- just yet. So um, you guys remember um, in 2020 when, I'm going to talk about the UK, when the government said, and the university said, um, come back to uni, we're back to normal, Corona is over. Mm -hmm. Peasy, peasy, lemon, squeezy, fun times. Mm -hmm. And um, students came in and then um, there was lockdowns. Students were getting COVID at high levels. Um, That's kind of the case study. So if people don't know about this particular situation, in 2020, um, there were warnings from public health officials um, saying that students should not be returning back to school but universities and there was pressure from higher management to actually mm. continue classes. They said in-person classes would be back and there was a lot of encouragement for students to come back. Mm. Once students arrived, there was spikes in COVID cases. Mm. Um, there was complaints from people that were living in towns where there were big universities because then they were also getting COVID as a result. Yeah. Um, and so students unions were saying, you know, we should shut down. But there was pressure because the, most universities didn't want to uh, basically have a financial cost because if students were studying at home, they would ask for reductions in their tuitions and they were not having that. Um, so in the end, what happened was um, when students got COVID, they'd be forced to isolate in their accommodation with not um, a lot of support system. Um, yeah. I know personal examples of students where they were told to isolate, but then they could not buy food because it would be on the weekend and the food yeah. delivery service would not be there. And yeah. there was like no checks, no systems to actually help them. So they would just be there, maybe relying on a kind flatmate that doesn't have COVID. Yeah. Um, at some point, some accommodations were barricaded with metal fencing so mm-hmm. students couldn't leave. There was lots of protests. So it just all erupted. Yeah. Um so clearly that had a lot of um mental health issues there were instances of suicides mm-hmm. um like there was um a couple like at the University of Manchester for example mm-hmm. um where there was a lot of complaints that students did not have wellness checks where you know there were a lot of first year students that were away from their families for the first time and they were thrown into this.
2: Yeah. So
0: that's kind of the that was the situation.
2: Yeah.
0: Um so now I know I did some of my uni during the pandemic. Yeah. I know Justin, you did your entire masters during the pandemic. <laughs> and a half sure. of your <laughs> degree was in the pandemic. Yep. So you know we've seen a little bit of this. Yeah. Um, so no, you guys tell me about like your experience and how your mental health has been during you know lockdowns and the era of COVID and studying and being a young person.
2: I don't know, Miss Edna. Do you want to go first? <laughs>
0: Now you can take it. <laughs> you guys are rushing to go
2: first, aren't you? you got this. <laughs> See the way she didn't hesitate to like, and go. <laughs> this topic is a little personal. Yeah. What was your question, Losa? <laughs> 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 she be Do not waste time. Get into bless. it,
0: yeah. Ah, <laughs> it is you I said, how has... The COVID-19 pandemic affected your mental health, personally?
1: Me, personally.
0: Um,
2: are you okay? I uh, at all, I'm kidding. Um, so, <laughs> so I remember when I first heard, yeah, I start personally, ah, uh, I was like, ah, two Social weeks, easy. I get two weeks off school. Uh-huh, remember uh-huh. that. You know? <laughs> I you can't the really I don't have to go all the way to my lectures. Mm-hmm. I can just attend my lectures on Zoom with my, my pop-up and the other one, nothing. So it was amazing, <laughs> you know? Oh. And then eventually, eventually this kept on being <laughs> long. And I was like, two weeks turned into, three extra weeks turned into yep. months. And then it turned out we're in two years, almost three years in. Okay. Um, <laughs> I personally... When I the moment I clocked that I'm gonna do my masters in my room. I don't know, that that hit me hard. Mm-hmm. That I'm gonna do the masters that I applied for and I was so excited to do and I was so mm. excited to travel to South mm. Africa and all the products that they had in my room. Mm. In my room. Yeah, it, it it really I feel like it kinda kinda triggered some mental health issues that I never thought I had I'm not gonna lie I mm-hmm. think before I was like mentally I mean most of the time I would say you know I was mentally okay but I think during the pandemic I had a lot of time to think I had so much time even though I had a lot of work I still would spend so much time alone that mm-hmm. I have so much time to think and reflect which was usually good because then you get to yeah. think and reflect right but then too much self-raculation is not good because then i started developing like some toxic thought patterns like mm. overthinking everything overthinking literally every single thing my work my friendships my education my career my family everything was just i had so much time to think about everything and it just kind of made me i don't know depressed <laughs> <laughs> a little depressed for a bit but yeah i mean eventually i don't i should have sought therapy and i think i should should um that's what we recommend recommend yeah uh, i kind of developed like some journaling habits i started journaling even like just especially because i started living alone as well mm-hmm. like speaking to myself speaking to, uh, being as interactive with myself as possible and journaling and also like staying busy like going to the gym Doing dance like that has been my therapy. Like I was running some dance therapy sessions during the pandemic, so yeah. it was not only satisfying for I mean people, but for me as well. It was very important. Mm. Um, uh-huh. that's it. That's all journey. journey.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a whole journey, a
0: journey and a half, man.
1: Yeah,
0: some relatable things in there. I can't like
1: Definitely, definitely. No, I can resonate with a lot of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for me as well, it was the same thing of like, you know, when we're just told at first that, oh, it's just two weeks lockdown and you're like, oh, that's fine. Two weeks. I could deserve a little two weeks break. In fact, I'm thinking, I usually don't like this whole cycle of business in this world. Like now we have two weeks where we kind of all have to slow down. So I'm like, great.
2: <laughs> I'm not certain that I remember you saying that, oh, I'm
1: not made for labor. <laughs>
2: right.
1: Did I say that? Yeah damn maybe I was That's watching too many of those TikToks yeah yeah
2: yeah oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe I was too much on that way <laughs> um yeah so but but i again um so I remember I think I started like pretty early on the whole like okay, I adapted to like doing my workouts at home because I used to go to the gym, but I was like, hey, and I can do my workouts at home. I was watching all the videos, you know, all these like workouts that didn't require like equipment. I was like, great. Journaling as well. I started I started journaling at the beginning of like lockdown because now I was like, I have time to journal and be my thoughts, be my feelings, you know, like let's get yeah. into it um so that was great but um then that just got old then (laughs) then the whole back and forth with um the lock, with like coming out of lockdown measurements being uh measures being eased and then going back into lockdown that's what got me in the end because it was like there's so much I was looking forward to doing now I'm like okay yes we had time to slow down but now I'm ready to get back into the world and like see my friends and go places do things da, 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 da. but you know then the lockdowns kept on coming and yeah that that was what really I think demotivated me towards the end and I had the same point of realization which also enough like I'm just going to do the rest of my degree in this room <laughs>
2: My I don't know why it, it hits hard. It hits
1: hard. Mm-hmm. It hits very hard. Like literally now what I do is I wake up, I walk to my desk and then I'm back to my bed. I'm like, that is my new life. That's
2: my whole lifestyle. Really. That's my whole
1: lifestyle now.
2: Oh y'all. Me, that and, yeah. I was, like I enjoy a busy lifestyle, going to school every day, going to uni every day, doing different things. I had to stay in my room. Just everything out of my room. Do yeah. everything in my room. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it was that realization. And that's when I was like, yes, most times I'm usually like, I like to be chill. I like, you know, I don't like to be too busy, but then that's when I started to realize like, okay, I don't realize these things that like help in terms of keeping me motivated to like do things like, yes, being able to say, okay, I have my lecture at this time and that time, then I'm going to go have a coffee with this person. Then I'm going to have to go to like a society or club thing in the evening, and then I yeah, go back home that like that sense. kind of like routine or structure. Like I actually started to miss, right, and it was yeah. hard to. It was just. It was just not possible to have that, yeah. um, and I just lost motivation to like find creative ways to do things <laughs> virtually. And then, like Zoom got tiring for me, so
2: yeah,
1: I just felt like I was just in the lull of just like I just have to continue to exist and survive. <laughs> yeah. and no, I don't know when.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Yeah, you just sit Until there Until I like, don't know when I hope it ends soon.
1: I just hope it have ends Nothing soon. left in me now. Exactly. I was like, I have nothing left in me. I have nothing yeah. left in me. So I mean what helped was like, you know, at least I'm like back home here with my family and I get to be with them. I have you know people to speak to. There's yeah. some nice woods here, so I take my nice walks there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also for me, the experience has been like starting work, like a full-time job, like in a pandemic as well, right. which has you know, pros and cons. Yes, it's nice to work from home because the whole commute you can avoid and da da. da. But it's like I don't really get to interact with many people from my workplace. It's just mm-hmm. I'm just at home by myself working and it's, you know, weird. yeah. Uh, yeah. that's my story.
0: Very, very relatable <laughs> stuff. Well, um I was gonna sneak out of this, but I think um, it's you're,
2: it's you're not shirt. you're not going anywhere. <your>
0: <laughs> it's my podcast and I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> okay, well me, 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 me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, initial lockdown. I they said two weeks. I didn't believe them. I said there's no way this is <laughs> no way this virus is gonna vanish off the planet of the earth in two weeks. Mm-hmm. But I kind of even wanted the lockdown to be a little long because this was like exam season for me. Mm-hmm. So I said I want it. <laughs> <laughs> i had like you know my ideal i was like okay we're gonna have a nice lockdown until the end of may and then
2: by then we should be okay the when, should you be were leaving, when you were leaving with, so i was like you're not gonna come back when i remember
0: because I, I left england i was like i'm not gonna be locked down here by <laughs> 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 i went to switzerland and i was like i'm gonna do my exams from home this fact you know what this is great i'm about to get my first easy peasy um and I thought it would be calm. And then I said, by, by June, everything will be fine. I'll be in the UK. No. I'll be having the best summer of my life. And then, you know, the, the curve will be flat and it won't go back up. I said, let me not think too much about that. Like, let me not epidemiology, yeah. go away. I yeah. said, the curve will be flat. I don't care. Um, June came. I was still in Geneva. Um, and then July came. Things were open-ish, mm. but um, the cases were everywhere. And... By the end of summer, there was talks of another lockdown again. And so for me, like uni and lockdown was fine because I only had it in exam season. But then yeah. after my plan was to do a gap year, to travel, mm-hmm. to get some work experience. You know, I wanted to work in global um, health, so I wanted to get field experience. Mm-hmm. All those dreams were dashed, gone. Who is traveling in this Panasonic? Not I. <laughs> um, so that you know, autumn comes, that is when things got crazy, I think, globally. Um, there was lockdowns everywhere. And I was in my house trying to you know, re-plan my gap year because everything was gone. So now I'm sitting in my home like, okay, Saif, I got an internship. Um, like you said, Edna, like not meeting your coworkers. I did that entire internship and met I met no one. I don't know anybody in that internship. It was just sometimes we'd see each other on Zoom. Mm -hmm. That was it. So I did the internship. That ended. And now I'm sitting at home again, like this pandemic is still going. Mm -hmm. Um you know um at some point I got really obsessive so as you said like you have a lot of time to think I also had terrible toxic patterns of thoughts that even now I'm like working on um undoing <laughs> mm. I am not recovered like I'm still you know I've come out of this situation different but on top of that I got so obsessive over the pandemic and the curves every morning the first <laughs> thing I would do I was an epidemiologist <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Every morning. The first thing I would do is I would look at the curve in Switzerland, the UK, Ethiopia, like my country. <laughs> and I'll be comparing them. I'd be trying to track, like, okay, is it going up? Uh, what are the debts looking like? Um, and then I'd look at the government measures, like what are they doing? Are they more likely like you know, to um ease it? I was also kind of in a long distance relationship. So I was trying to see him. So I'm trying to figure out like, and our countries banned each other, you know, like no one was allowed to go anywhere. <laughs> Yeah. So I was sitting there every morning like obsessively researching at some point like I really got depressed I was like oh it's not changing you know mm-hmm. one month passes the second one the third the fourth and I said okay I'm just going to I'm just going to survive then that's when I just decided okay I'm just going to go with this flow mm-hmm. um and eventually it'll be over right um and I think this year's better um
2: <laughs> yeah
0: I think measures are a bit more consistent or maybe I think we learned from last year's chaos.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think a lot of it also like having a little bit of like a support system with friends helped me. So we couldn't really meet inside, but we'd go to the lake in the freezing cold. I really appreciated that to be honest. That kept my sanity like the only thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll be going to the lake because that's the only thing we could do. We can meet outside. we would be doing that like in January and February. Um, and that's kind of what helped me, I guess, just... Having a little bit of like people.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder yeah. about like the. Do you feel like you've had any like physical? Has it had any? Has the pandemic had any physical effects on you at all? Physical effects.
0: You know, I feel like it's aged me. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I look at my picture now, or like I look at my face now, my picture from 2020, yeah. and I look
2: like I've been through something. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was my skin. My skin yeah. skinning, like like
1: Oh, yeah, muscles, my skin like The lockdown weights. Oh. But you know what's funny for me, though, it's um, I did think as well, like, okay, like, at some point I stopped the exercise, and like, all these different things. Like, I just could not do it. But, like, I still, like, my weight, I feel has still, like, I don't you know. It hasn't, like, gone up as much as I expected, given that I just sit down at my desk all the time. <laughs> like, I feel like my... It's more like... I feel like I'm wasting, you I know, mean, I'm wasting right? my Right, that's how I feel. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> my weight hasn't increased, to be honest. Yeah. But like, all the work I did at the gym is vanished. Oh my God, I'm so weak now. So um, weak. My skin, Yeah, like you said, just last year, my skin was bad. I had to go to a dermatologist because my face was falling apart. And I
2: couldn't do anything either. <laughs> you know, to, I'm like, is this normal? Like, my whole life, I've never felt like this. But I'm feeling even the physical health effect not just mental health, but I could see it becoming physical. Like, I personally, I gained weight. I knew I gained weight. So I started Mm -hmm. going to the gym, doing this left and right, but also because I knew that, like, I understand the health impacts of gym on your skin. So I was like, Mm -hmm. what is happening? Like, Mm. why am I getting these new weird pimples? Like, what's going on? Mm. And I was like, it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic.
0: pandemic. pandemic. (laughs) Guys, and I think that's the important thing I was going to say. It's to note that, like, it's a collective... Mm trauma we're going through and like it's okay like you, if you're feeling off that's kind of very normal mm-hmm. if you're like it is anybody would feel like they would feel off in the situation because we are literally going through a whole virus that's just but, but yeah. um mm-hmm.
1: i was just gonna say i thought it was interesting or like yeah obviously sad to hear that you guys were like yeah you were actually like feeling depressed and stuff like that because the thing for me was also like that was what was hard to point out. It was like, it's a pandemic. So we're all going through something. Definitely. Yes. Right? Yes. So to me, I, in my mind, I was like, yeah, we're all off. It's a pandemic and stuff like that, but I would never have gone so far. As like, yeah, I'm like depressed. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, is this from the pandemic? Is this from just other life things? Is this from seasonal depression or something like that in the winters? Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, there's no way for me to know. It's just it's
2: true. things are
1: not okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They all teamed up last year, too. Yeah. yeah. So, no, for
2: me, the way I knew, right? Like, mm-hmm. I was in denial at first, but it became mm-hmm. very, very clear. Like, a mm-hmm. number of times I was tried per week. It was documentable.
0: <laughs> I started tracking it. I, was, I did. Was like, I would cross it in a calendar. I said, today I had a breakdown.
2: And I had a breakdown. Like, like a week. you know, like a normal thing, like a, my daily tears routine, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, Yeah, that was so awesome. again. <laughs> Here we go about, like yeah there was a time when I made one whole week without crying and I was like we're doing this wow. oh Jocelyn you are literally sounded like me that was me I was like well, this has been a
0: good week I think I cried only once and that's when I sat there I said oh I'm
2: not a crier either what's going on every little thing would just bug me every yeah. single thing from the smallest thing to the biggest things yeah there was a problem everywhere and I couldn't fix anything Mm, Actually, yeah. I like being in control. I like being in control of my life. But yeah, is the one thing I have no control over, and mm. life. Yeah, it's
0: it's also yeah that like loss of control. You don't know what's coming next. Yeah, that adds to the anxiety as well. On but
2: top of that, the job hunt. Ah, forgot about job. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, graduating. I just. I had just finished my undergrad. started my master's. Doing dissertation. Cut the corona. Moved out twice. There, and nothing, everything was just happening in relation to the pandemic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was not.
0: No. Yeah. And I think everything that like we've touched upon is um, sort of kind of it goes into the structure of the different factors that affect the mental health. So based on research like the first thing is social isolation. So just okay. doing uni from your room, desk to laptop, that's it, nothing else that has impacts um loss of structure so you know as you said that like having that little schedule that routine and having that taken away
2: yeah
0: I know you're there trying to make your own but like what routine could you even make you're in your house
2: yeah I remember just learning to this place Losa do you remember we started yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was so close I was so close and then I gave up <laughs> we started
0: all types of challenges i did i was trying to learn the splits i was i was trying to do anything a handstand like <laughs> meet some kind of goal to give you some kind of like endorphins it's yeah. like it's a lot yeah. of exactly and then also like the big thing is disrupted like for young people especially disrupted like transitions in life so mm-hmm. from high school to university or from university to getting jobs like again when i graduated 2020 People were losing their jobs, let alone getting hired. Mm. Where are you going to go? Find (laughs) one. Find Find one one. where? Yeah. So all of that entirely, like no one was prepared for. And so in the end, it's bound to affect you. But um, I guess to wrap it up, do you guys have like any advice (laughs) to give people? (laughs) because? I mean, we're the ones that we are not mental health professionals. (laughs) No,
1: we're not mental health professionals.
0: At all. Um, But anything
1: that's helped you or that's worked for you? I mean, I can, yeah, I can start us off. Um, For me, it was definitely just being able to be like kinder to myself, Mm -hmm. much more patient, definitely giving myself more grace of like, you know, you do not have the same mechanisms you had before in terms of like the support system, being able to just go places with your friends and it'd be like not a hassle. It was like, for example, coming to visit in the UK, it was like, okay, I have to go get my COVID test. I have to go do, do, do that. Like there are certain things that just started requiring more and more effort, And I just sort of had to recognize that and be like, listen, don't be too stressed if you think like everything is so much harder now and you just feel like, You know, there's so many obstacles in your way to just get things done. That is just normal. And just give myself the grace of like, yeah, everything may not work out the way you want it to work out. But there's a huge part of that that is now out of your control um and so I think like Justin you were saying before like you know we tend to like to be in control of certain things in our lives Mm -hmm. but when something like a pandemic hits you know (laughs) people start to realize how little in life we really have control over um like it's usually that way in the end but you know we like to have control of the small things but a lot of the times we have very little control and it's to just you know be able to accept that and give yourself the grace of like you know what you're trying your best (laughs) you're trying your best in a pandemic
2: yeah Um, that's beautiful. I would say that. That's beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, before I give any advice, my thoughts and prayers go to people that have actually lost anyone during the pandemic. Because I can't imagine what it would be like if I lost any of my first ones. Yeah. It must be devastating in this time. Um, people that had previous mental health experiences, that had mental mm-hmm. health disorders, pre-existing ones that got worsened, increased levels of domestic violence, um, <laughs> worsening conditions, not just health conditions, mental health conditions, domestic yes. conditions, homeless yeah. children, your immigration status, all of those things were affected by the pandemic in one way, shape or form. Over we're here. We're in 2022. Yeah we're existing not even even if you haven't achieved anything if you even because I, I can understand that like during the pandemic, you almost feel like you lack that sense of achievement you see people achieving stuff but you wouldn't you feel like okay maybe i haven't achieved stuff you being there already is an achievement and just simply be thankful for that and also be kind to yourself <laughs> i say the law and i'm learning how to do that mm-hmm. so no one is trying to rest and adopt new patterns because if whatever you were doing before wasn't working, then clearly it's not going to keep on working. So find new find new ways to reconnect with yourself. As I said before, journaling is really good. Staying in touch with friends and family. Like, call your friends, call your friends, call your friends, call your family. Yeah, stay in touch yeah. with people that you love, and yeah, and just look out for each other. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. you're right.
0: You're right because I think. We spoke from the perspective of students because that's what we are, but like the pandemic affected people's mental health from so many different angles and there's so many um, things that got disrupted that obviously are going to affect your mental health. So definitely, I think my thing is, my advice, (laughs) I probably should take it, is like reaching out for help, seeking help is not really weakness. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to do that. Um, Acknowledge your feelings. I think a lot of times can be in denial like you'll be feeling off you like i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine but i think the first step is to acknowledge like okay you're not feeling okay mm-hmm. um and try to s- seek help you know that may be um therapy it could be through friends but like anything that you
2: have access to so that is yeah to
1: i mean yeah just to bring it all together i think also just linking what you are just saying and what jocelyn said like don't also let the whole idea of um, yes there we know like we don't want to obviously ignore the fact that there's people who actually lost people to COVID and people who couldn't even see their families to say goodbye Mm -hmm. people who haven't seen their families in like years because they couldn't travel to see them and all these different things yes. um but it's also just like you saying like recognize everyone's experiences like mm-hmm. your experience is also just as valid, valid. like yeah, you okay. don't have to have like mm-hmm. completely been devastated lost your house and your job and in on the streets to feel as if you know to admit that like no i'm depressed no i'm yeah. very anxious no i'm not okay yeah. no yeah. you know i need help you know it doesn't Absolutely. have to be the most extreme case for you to admit that you need help
2: yeah no, I think Aww. that's that's <laughs> that was I
0: think that is a good note to end on, huh? This is very wholesome. It was a wholesome, you know, a personal one. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we, we'll be okay. But um yeah. Maybe we I will think... be okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is a good note to wrap up on and thank you all for listening to this episode of the World Health Investigation Podcast. I'm Loza. I'm Edna. And I'm Jocelyn. And tune in next week for our next episode on World Health Investigation Podcast.
2: And final thing, make sure you follow us on our socials um, yep. Instagram, WHI underscore podcast, Twitter, WHI underscore podcast, Facebook, World <laughs> Health Investigation, LinkedIn, World Health Investigation, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.
1: YouTube. Yep. yep. And yes, Dolphin yes. with the plugs. We're gonna get Plug there.
0: that in. <laughs> we must and we must. Yes. I think that's all. See y'all next week. See y'all.